WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. It's Tuesday, November 24th, 2020. AstraZeneca became the third major company to announce the success of a COVID-19 vaccine yesterday. Here to report more is WPGU's Tori Yellman. On Monday... Drug company AstraZeneca announced that their coronavirus vaccine has proven 70% effective in its latest trials. Oxford University professor Andrew Pollard stated that a small dose of the vaccine can be used to jumpstart the immune systems fighting off of the virus. Although AstraZeneca is the third major biopharmaceutical company to present an effective COVID vaccine, their vaccine operates under different protocols and measures cases of the virus at all states and severity levels, which is very difficult to do. Additionally, AstraZeneca has pledged to make their vaccine significantly cheaper and more widely accessible than the drugs created by their competition, Pfizer and Moderna. This vaccine is also able to be kept at a lower temperature than either of the other two, making it more easy to store. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman. The University of Illinois will be holding homecoming festivities next week, despite limitations from the COVID-19 pandemic. Sunday will kick off with the online versions of past celebrations, including a virtual fountain dying and a virtual 5K. Throughout the week, the homecoming online will feature interviews, video tours, a Cranert Center spotlight, a talent show, a comedy show, and so much more. They can all be accessed from anywhere. The Marching Illini will perform at Altgeld Hall on Friday, all leading up to the ultimate football game on Saturday. The goal of online homecoming festivities is to share school pride with to every student, whether or not they can make it to the campus during this time. After a vote in the academic senate, the University of Illinois has extended multiple deadlines for the fall 2020 semester. The deadline to drop classes without noting a withdrawn mark on transcripts is now December 18th. Additionally, the deadline to elect a credit or no credit option for fall semester classes is now January 5th. This deadline is later than the date final grades will be posted, which allows students to make the decision of whether or not to choose credit or no credit options after seeing their grades. The credit or no credit option allows students to hide a passing grade from their transcripts and grade point average, but a D plus or lower will not count at all. The university noted in a mass mail that these changes are meant to acknowledge and address unique pandemic-related circumstances. Weeks after the U.S. election, results are now being verified in multiple states with close races. Here to report more is WPGU's Tara Mobasher. As the Trump administration continues to fight what they claim to be a fraudulent election, Georgia became one of the first swing states to certify Biden's victory on Friday following a recount of the ballots. Michigan officially certified Biden's win by more than 154,000 votes over Trump on Monday afternoon, further closing Trump's plans to overturn the election. Pennsylvania counties also officially began certifying November 3rd's election results on Monday, The state's Supreme Court rejected the Trump administration's request of blocking the count of several absentee ballots on Monday as well. Following the certification of votes by Michigan and Georgia, the General Services Administration officially informed President-elect Biden on Monday that the Trump administration is ready to formally continue with the transition process, making it the president's first step towards recognizing the results of the election. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher. 
President-elect Joe Biden unveiled more of his picks for executive members of his administration this Monday. Many of the announced officials are slated to head up the Intelligence and National Security Committees under the Biden administration and are former Obama administration veterans. So far, Biden has tapped former DHS Deputy Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to take over as the Secretary of the DHS, former advisor Anthony Blinken as the Secretary of State, diplomat Linda Thomas-Greenfield as Ambassador to UN, former Deputy Director of the CIA Avril Haines as Director of National Intelligence, and former Secretary of State John Kerry as Climate Change Advisor. The Biden administration is set to take office on January 20th, and many of these posts will still have to be approved by Congress after their official nominations. That's all for today. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford.